Otherwise on SAFM. Welcome to the Friday edition of Otherwise on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I'm Shadow Twala. My producer is Hazel Makuzeni, and our technical producer is Rob Parkins. You may call us on the show 0892 102010. That's 0892 102010, or email otherwise at safm.co.za. Now, today we'll give you 30 ways to leave your madam, if you're made. Uh, we talk about food gardens or food security. There's a food freedom project that's happening, and Lee Brown is going to join me in a few minutes to talk about that. Otherwise, on SAFM. Hello, Lee. Welcome to Otherwise. Good afternoon. Oh, that's formal. It's Good afternoon. Freezing Cape Town. From a freezing Cape Town. We do talk about weather all oh, our yeah. lives, because, eh? you know, it changes so it's quite a It's quite a theme. It's something to get used to if you live here. Yeah, but it's also very important for events such as yours that you're doing tomorrow. Absolutely. We are praying for some reprieve from the rain tomorrow, please. Just to plant Could the seed. Could we all have a moment? <laughs> Just to plant the seed, and then the rain can come back and grow. <laughs> exactly. Tell us about seed, firstly. We've been operating for 12 years. We're a non-profit that works at schools across the country. Mm-hmm. And the main focus is outdoor classrooms, growing outdoor classrooms, connecting children to the miracle of organic gardening, and then, of course, filling stomachs mm-hmm. with good organic food. It's a curriculum-based, there's a curriculum-based program mm-hmm. that we run with schools. Across the, across across the country? The country, mm, not only in the Western Cape? Not only in the Western Cape. Okay. Um, and and tomorrow, what is? Tell us about the the freedom, the food freedom project. Well, that's grown out of a school that we're working with in Mitchell's Plain called Rocklands. And from Rocklands, the school, there's now the Rocklands Urban Abundance Centre, mm-hmm. which starts to reach into the neighbourhoods and the needs of the people that live around the school. Okay. Um, so it's a bit it's a bit more <laughs> than a school project. It's grown. And it, it serves the community. It serves the community. Mm-hmm. And how does it work? I mean, um, well, we were approached by community members. Um, we were at the school delivering mm-hmm. the outdoor classroom program. We were approached by people from the community saying, "We want food. We want to learn. We want jobs." And it, the centre has grown to meet that need. And you teach all me, of that. I don't te- me, I sit behind a computer. No, I'm saying C does that. Oh, C teaches that. C yes. teaches. C teaches. Has a program. And what, what are you teaching? What does it look like? Well, there are four, there's four programs running out of Rocklands. Mm. Um, schools-based programs mm. is the first one. Mm. So we've got curriculum adventures mm. where children and schools can come for sustainability education for now, a whole morning. What does that mean? It sustainability means become, education. Can we break it down? Because <laughs> I'm trying to break it down. What do people learn it's, from we've got Two learning adventures going on for schools at the moment. The one is around soil and the miracle of decomposition and decay. Yeah. Um, it meets grade five curriculum. Mm-hmm. It's learning all about soil. What is it? Why is it important? Mm. As you know, you, you farm the soil, not mm. the vegetables. Yes. And then the other learning adventure is about climate change. Okay. And what we do there is we explore, we've set up a demonstration of a post-carbon homestead model. Shall I give you a test? What does can, it mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can look. See my sort of blank look. Mm. But it's um, it's a house that we've set up as a model of of sustainable living, and I don't want to keep using that word. So maybe resilient living. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's the floor plan size and budget of an RDP house. Yes. It's off the grid. Mm-hmm. It's got techniques for cooking, for heating water. It's built out of waste. There's a, there's models. You can go. There's a pedal power washing machine. Wow. Solar cookers. There's food gardens, there's trees, there's um, plants for medicine and fuel and security. 
So it's a, it's a scratch and sniff. You actually come and learners come and actually Feel. get your experience. Mm. And that's the kind of ethos behind the center in Mitchell's Plain. Okay. So that's the one program. Mm-hmm. So how long have you got? Because there's another. Uh, no, please. I want <laughs> to know all about your programs. Okay. Yeah. The other program, the one that we're launching tomorrow, is the Food Freedom Program. And mm-hmm. that's around supporting home gardens in Mitchell's Plain. Okay. So we started with 11 beautiful people who have now got home gardens. And we are now supporting them to reach a further 100 homes in Mitchell's Plain. How do they start these gardens? Do you, do you actually, apart from your name being Seed, do you actually get seeds for them to, to, to start these gardens? Yes, we, well, we normally run, well, we run education. So mm. we work from a design methodology called permaculture. I'm throwing words at you. Mm. You're going to come on a course. I, um, I will. I will. Cause <laughs> perm, yeah. I think all of us can benefit from it. Absolutely. Permaculture mm. is a sustainable de- design practice, basically. Mm. So the first thing is to learn how to design a garden mm. and then how to set it up. Mm-hmm. And then there's the techniques. So we do give seeds. And in Mitchell's Plain, where the gardens are so small, a lot of container gardens. And then if the gardens are too small, we're now looking at taking over public space. Um, oh, so islands, that'd be interesting. Yeah, islands and um, your side, you know, sidewalks and it's kind of guerrilla gardening. That's lovely. Mm. I like that. Are you going to come and For join food. us tomorrow? For food. For food. Then I, I'll do it. Mm. But just give me an example because I, I, love, I love gardening, but I've never been successful at at, I mean, I, I do my, my pots instead. Mm. But if one had to, a piece of land, um, are you able to just give us a quick guide, a fool's guide into guide. starting a, a little garden? A know? little garden, it depends. Container gardens are, make sense in the suburbs or mm-hmm. in smaller areas. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a good, one of the principles is to start small. Mm-hmm. So don't go and plow up your whole back garden. Let's <laughs> just start with a little patch. And Lee said I should do this. Yeah. Don't hire the tractor yet. Mm. But um, you could start with something, some something like a bath, a bath size. Mm. If you've got a recycled bath, mm. and you could fill that. And um, you know, there's different techniques for container gardens and and on the, on the ground. But it's pretty simple. What you must remember is you've got the whole natural force working behind you. So those seeds want to grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean it's not regardless. Yeah. As long as you don't, um, you know. I don't no. murder them. No, but I mean they want to grow. So um, the main thing is to get your your seasons right. Mm. So don't plant your summer plants as we're heading into winter, or or vice versa. And the other thing is to build up good good soil. But the best thing is to come and visit tomorrow. Come and visit tomorrow because then, be simple. then we can learn on the job. And we'll and, and even support you. Get our hands dirty exactly. and, and and that sort of thing. Who should come tomorrow? Anybody who's interested in in food gardening, there's going to be about six stations. Um, there's also free lunch, <coughs> but there's six stations where you'll learn various. So there's a station at the Post Carbon Homestead model where there will be tours and explanations of what's going on there. There's a station at a nursery where you'll propagate six useful plants that you can take home. Mm-hmm. There's a container gardening station where we'll teach you how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also sign up as a member. So we've got support from a wonderful funder called West Bank to support 100 homes to garden. So, and, and you also sign up and you get a wad of cash, which is, <laughs> we've printed our own money, but you'll get a, a passport, which has a, a stamp for all your resources and education, and you'll get a, a little wad of cash. You'll see. Come and see tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's real money, eh? No, it's, well, it's, our, it's well, real it's money. Your money. Our, yeah. It's your money. But you also have entertainment to attract people then. There's tomorrow. music tomorrow, mm. and there's a very funny MC. Who's, <laughs> no, that's it. But yeah, there's entertainment. There's all sorts of things going on. Yeah, there's children's entertainment as well. Yeah, so you can, can come with the murals and, and mm. all of those kinds of things. So it's an event. It's actually, an event. But all the, the seriousness of it is about uh, food freedom. Yes. 
and and learning how to and food live freedom, green food, and organic. Exactly. And okay. Food freedom isn't just something that oh you poor you must grow your own food. Yeah, no, no, no. There's an international movement towards this. So mm-hmm. food freedom is also the ability to stand up and say I will not eat GMOs food and I will. It's an I prefer organic. So it's. Food freedom's about, yeah, I suppose... Making sure you know what goes into your body. And making good choices, yes. Hmm. Is it going anywhere after Mitchell's plane? Is it, you said it moves around the country, or it exists around the country, that seed, right? The school's right? program exists around the country. Yeah. Um, that, that wants to grow as well into this resource center phase. Yeah. That needs funding, so I'm on a mission at the moment. Well, maybe we should talk about it here, because then... You know, this is the loudest voice you can get to go mm. on your mission and, mm. and raise awareness and raise some money. Mm. Well, the How much do you need? The program's quite big. The way the program wants to go nationally reaches about 70,000 learners. Mm. And it's quite a comprehensive program. So the school's programs are up to three years of partnership where we really support the curriculum links. Um, we grow out of classrooms, we grow food gardens. So it's quite an intensive, yeah, quite a meaningful partnership, shall we say. Do you get any help from government? Um, no. Have no. you approached them? We, yeah, we, we're working... Um, Closely. I'm speaking very carefully now. Mm-hmm. Um, not closely. We're aware of each other. Let's put it that way. We have not managed to access the funds. <laughs> you work in the same space. Same space. Yeah. I think um, non-profits and government, it's a pity that everybody's so busy and there's not more time for, for planning and, and collaboration because, uh, yeah, I think a lot of the time non-profits do carry the will mm. in some, um, yeah, of government. You're one of those so people poly- that are waiting for the lotto also to give you some money. Um, as a matter of fact, I am, but I'm not really <laughs> waiting with bated breath. Okay. You kind of put it out there and then you carry yeah. on with what you're doing. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. But you are open to companies coming to help. Well, let's find out how they can reach you and how they can... Uh the lottery just incidentally did actually support the national rollout of the outdoor classroom program. So that's good. hats off to the lottery. That's good. Mm. That's good. But they could the do initial. more. Eh? Yeah, or they could keep... They could always They could grow more. it. Yeah. And how do people find you? You we, on Facebook? We and are on Facebook. We are we are on Twitter. <laughs> although I'm so scared of Twitter. It seems like a world that you like add the, the rabbit hole in Alice, Alice in Wonderland. I'm not sure if you come. No, out. it's okay. You know, you must use it for what. Yes. What you need it for. We've got a website which is seed.org.za. Seed.org.za. Yes, and I am. My name is Lee L E I G H at seed.org.za. And that's how people can get hold of you. Yes. Tell us, tell us, where's the address for for the event tomorrow? It's at Rocklands Urban Abundance Centre, which is at <laughs> the Rocklands Primary School, and that's the corner of Park Avenue and Capricorn Way in Mitchell's Plain. In Mitchell's Plain. We've got graffiti artists going <coughs> on. We've got skating. There's all sorts of things. And there's no shooting happening. There's going to be no shooting okay. tomorrow. There might be <coughs> some snow. On the mountain. I'm sorry. I've got okay. a frog in my throat. Um, th- there might be some snow on the There mountain. might be some snow there. I don't think it will make its way to the Cape Flats. Well, Lee, thank you so much. We wish you all the sure. best. And do come visit us again and educate us because I, I need a lot of education as far as, you know. There's going to be a test food. next time about your garden, so you better get to <laughs> But I must learn first. <laughs> I must learn first. So thank you very much. That's, that's Lee uh, Brown from Seed, and uh, it's Lee at seed.org.za, and she is on Facebook and on Twitter, and the event is at Rocklands Primary School in Mitchell's Plain.
Rocklands Abundance Center, Rocklands Primary School, Mitchell's Plain. And if you go to Lee's website, you probably, www.c.org.za, you probably uh, also can download a map. There to, is to, a map. There, there is a yes. map to, to the event. Huh? Yes. Good luck. Thank you very much. I can't promise to be there, but I wish you all the best. Thank you. Because this weather, I'm Good just going to tuck snow. in. I'm being, I'm being honest. I'm tucking in. I'm going to be on top of Table Mountain making a snowman. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Thank you. Join me, Hilton Tarrant, every weeknight at 6 for the SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. With breaking business news, expert analysis, investment insights, and the story behind the story, we're helping you make sense of the markets and your money. That's the Market Update, weeknights right here on SAFM at 6. How do you stay warm while keeping your electricity bill low? Simply start by not switching on the electric heater. Instead, dress warmly, use a gas heater or hot water bottle, and snuggle under a blanket while watching TV. It will give you that much-needed warmth. This way, you'll take pressure off the power grid and reduce your electricity usage. So keep warm while using less electricity and help us beat the peak to keep South Africa powered up. ESCOM, powering your world. 21 years ago, Johannesburg had an irresistible urge to build a stage and invite the whole world to perform on it. Do you remember your first art line? Nongoko is center stage, written by Ethel Fugit, directed by Jensen Ngobo, starring Fana Mugwena, Desmond Dube, and Chun Horoge. From 7 till 15 September at Sowetu Theatre. Book now. Nongoko is brought to you by the city of Johannesburg, stitching together a more integrated city and is part of the city's 21 years of art life celebration. For more information, go to artalife.co.za. Do you want to learn how to pitch your business idea effectively? Do you want to take your existing business to the next level? Engine Pitch and Polish in association with SAFM is setting the stage for entrepreneurs. If you believe in your business idea and would like some guidance, then we want you to attend our inspiring workshop where you will receive expert training and tips. This free workshop is coming to a town near you. For more info, SMS P-I-T-C-H, your name and city, to 45982. Register online at pitchandpolish.com. Or phone zero double one five double six two thousand. SMS cost one rand fifty. Teas and C supply. Okay, um, it, you're listening to otherwise on SAFM, and uh, I am joined on the phone by Zugiswa Wana, and we're going to tell you how to leave your madam Zugiswa. Yeah, well, shadow. How are you? I'm good, darling, and you. Excellent. Listen, how did you get to write this book? I mean, it's the funniest thing I've read. And there's so oh, much I'm truth in it. it. Where are you, Zuki? So are you sounding like you're in a very dark place? Hello? I'm not in a very dark place. I thought I was in a very quiet place. Quiet place. I can hardly yeah. hear you, though. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. There you are. Tell can you hear me better now? I can hear you much better now. Excellent. So, All right. Well, I just got in such a place where I was really curious. You know, my first novel was called The Madam, but I decided I wanted to do a non-fictional work. No. Can we... Zugiswa? Zugiswa? Zugiswa, yeah, well, please, can I, I... I need us to get a clearer line, so I'm going to ask my producer to call you again. We'll take a piece of music in the meantime. Okay, 
I think we have Zugiswa back with us. Zugiswa? Yes, can you hear me better now? Oh, why were you in a closet, darling? <laughs> no, because I just thought that you'd, I wouldn't hear any other outstanding sounds and stuff. <laughs> you are funny. Okay, now tell me, tell me about May, your, your, your book, Made in South Africa, 30 Ways to Leave Your Madam. Well, it's uh, just really a story about women and the different types of madams and maids they are, and I had to do a bit of research on it. So, yeah. Do you have a maid, Zigiso? No, I have a domestic worker. Oh, okay. What's the difference? <laughs> what is the difference? Because <laughs> you, you research this stuff. So you, tell me uh, well, what the difference is. Well, that absolutely is no difference. I just use the politically, the more politically correct term. And um, <laughs> the cover of the book has a harsher, you know, edgier term. Well, it, what's, what's it, it, so and, oh, and, and domestic workers, domestic workers are unionized and they get the minimum wage, whereas maids don't necessarily get that. Okay, and is there is there who 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 gets a maid? Is it the the liberal uh, black lady, or is who who what sort of madam uses a maid, and what sort of madam uses a domestic worker? Uh, no, the, 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 the liberals generally use a domestic worker. It's the people who really can afford but who feel they need one who use maids because then you can pay them a little less. Okay. So However, the book is a little bit about pretty much domestic workers, to be honest, because okay. it's the relationship that domestic workers have with their madams and um, the different types of uh, madams that exist in South Africa as well as the different types of domestic workers that we have. Now, is madam also the politically correct word to use? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. What would you call her? You, would you call her? Would you call her? Um, everybody I know calls you madam, you know? Well, no. Um, whether it's, whether what, it's an employee or it's somebody else. Um, and by somebody else, I'm talking about if I go in a restaurant, people will say to me, Go this way, madam. So I suppose it is a politically correct term. Oh, okay. All right. And 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 then domestic worker, though. How about helper? Uh, I was talking to my friend last week, the feminist, Pumla Kola, and she said to me, <laughs> helper is not politically correct. Domestic worker is the correct term. Why is helper so, not? Uh, I'm, go- I'm gonna I'm gonna go with her because she she's an academic and she's a feminist and and and, and I'm just like a, a, a writer. <laughs> a writer who 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 researches her her, her topics and her subjects. But just well, brief, I tried. briefly for for somebody who hasn't, and I know you've spoken to Nancy on this show before, but just briefly um, give us a a. A background on the different types of maids or of madams you can get. Okay, you have the you have the the, the rich madam, and the the rich madams don't have a race because they are all unified by the Randellas. <laughs> and then you have um, the middle class white madams, and you have the poor white madams, and you have the, poor white the middle class. Poor white madams. Okay. And then you have the middle class black madams 
who are single mothers, and then you have the middle class madams who are married, black madams. Okay. And then you have the Indian middle class madams, and then you have the conservative middle class madams. Uh, for the sake of this book, I did not address the single um, black madams who stay by themselves, who don't have any children, primarily because there wasn't really much to say as they have um, their helpers coming in maybe once or twice a week to do the cleaning. Okay. I also didn't address um, <clears throat> the domestic workers of people in um, same-sex relationships with children or without, and the main reason was that I really hadn't found much information on it when I was doing research and when I did a call out for information. So I didn't think that I would sound very credible. Okay, but you, you are still going to do that research. When you do find it, we will get to know about it. Oh, absolutely. With all these different madams, who would you work for? Who would you choose to work for, Zugisa? Oh, I would, I would definitely work for the rich old money madam, you know? Okay, because old money and new money, nouveau, nouveau rich. Nouveau rich and old money, yes. <laughs> You see, the old money, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking here the Archimedes and stuff. Okay. So, so I would work for them. And, and, and the reason is that with the old money, madam, is they, they generally, you have a very specific role. With other madams, you're going to be, if you're a maid, you, you clean the house, you feed the children, you do the homework, etc. But with the, with the old money, madam, you have a very specific Role. So if you're a maid, you're there to set the table and make sure you know the fish knife from the steak knife from, you know, etc. Mm-hmm. And, uh, make sure that the serviettes are nicely starched and so forth and so on. So it's, it's very specific. How do you get that job though? Cause, you know, it, those, those oh, madams you, you see, you see, that's, that, that's a tragedy. You don't, you don't go applying for that job. Um, you don't? The, 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 no, no, no. The old money madam recruits you from a favorite boutique restaurant or boutique hotel. So she'll be in a boutique restaurant and then she'll see you and she comes there often and she, she thinks that you've got a great personality and you know what you're doing and you're on point with everything. And then she'll say to you, listen, how much are you, how much can these people be possibly paying you? Okay. And whatever she's, whatever they're paying you, she'll double it. And then, and then that's it. That's the deal. So she yeah, buys you so, out of the... So, so, and then, and then when you get there, when you get that job, then, uh, uh, generally she, she's also got like some, if you, if you, if, if you're heterosexual, she's got, she's got the driver who's always nice turned out and who's got everything and stuff and everything just like you. And you've got your own place. You even have a pension. So why would you want to quit a job like that? that that's a job that you don't quit. Okay, I want to come back to you about quitting all these jobs. I'll come back to you about quitting all these jobs. Because may, we need people to be able to walk away from uh, madams that they don't like. So we'll be back uh, after news headlines with Cecilia Sarko. And we're talking about 30 ways to to leave your madam with Zugiswa Wana. Zugiswa, how, how do you leave these madams? Is it easier with a different type of madam? How do you leave the rich madam? If you ever do leave the rich madam, how do you leave the middle class white madam? Is it different from leaving a middle class black madam? Okay, um, 
I'm actually giving away too much of the book, man. So. No, just give, give us <laughs> tips here and there. I'm sure every every you never do leave the 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 rich uh, old money, madam. But the noble rich madam, you will probably have to leave her because she hasn't been paying you. Although she gives you nice designer dresses that she wears only once to like uh, all these parties, and um, you may also leave her because um, her house is being attached, and you realize that she hasn't paid you in uh, so long, and she keeps promising to pay you all the time. So yeah, and then um, with the old. My, well, with the old money, you don't leave. And then with um, the black middle-class madam, mm-hmm. she, well, she starts telling you to to, to vote a kham or whatever and get a party <laughs> card and stuff and everything. And, you know, and you're like, come on, uh, don't tell me what party to vote for. And then you decide to leave. Or you're just tired of a simple way because you found God. <laughs> Now, tell me, why are there no poor African madams? There are no poor African madams because um, the minimum wage for a domestic worker is 2,500 rand. Mm-hmm. And um, if you get in a situation, think about it. You've got a lot of people in um, in, in Googs, in, in Langa, in, um, in Soweto, in Alex, mm-hmm. who are earning 5,000 rand per month. Mm. Now, if the minimum wage is 2500 that's half a wage is gone to paying a domestic worker's salary. And uh, so it's actually just easier to just have your, your, your relatives um, your poor relative. come from, from the rural areas and help you clean up but wh- how while come, they're looking for a job. How come, though, it, then the, the poor white madams can afford? The poor white madam can afford because... Um, they, because of their race, really, we often, we often get into the situation where the domestic worker believes that, um, you know, because it's a white woman, they must have no money. You, you, you know this situation. You know, women who have married, uh, men or been in relationships with people because they're white, and then they realize that they actually isn't money like they thought. Zagisa, I'm trying to think of what happens in your mind. I mean, to sit and write about this stuff, you you must have so much time in your hands. I I really I I don't have much time in my head. I'm just a writer, so (laughs) I'm a full time writer. So I I've thought about all these things quite a bit. Um, and use some of your friends as as as, as part of your yes. Research. I use some of my friends as material. Oh, oh. What are you working on at the moment? I have just finished a novel called London Cape Town Joburg, mm-hmm. and that should be out next year, hopefully around this time. And who should read Made in Essay? Made in Essay should be read by. The madams, it should be read by the domestic workers. It should be read by um, everybody really who has been impacted, whose life has been impacted by a domestic worker, either as a domestic worker or, you know, as a child who was raised by one or as somebody who employs one, because it actually really enlightens you to certain certain things. Because one of the biggest things is 
a lot of the times we have domestic workers in our lives and after a while we forget that they're actually human beings with a mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, we have madams who give absurd, uh, rules to domestic workers, like they do not expect them to bring their boyfriends or to, to have boyfriends at the house or stuff like that. Meanwhile, these are functional human beings and, mm. you know, sexually active and so forth. Mm. Listen, I, I I really think it's a it's a nice guide. Um, it's not a it's not a Bible. You don't live by it, but I think it is a lovely guide. Uh, and and because of the you know the fun in it as well, I think it's worth reading by everybody and everybody who comes from outside South Africa. Because I see that the the domestic workers who come from Malawi are very much in demand. You say yes. Um, incidentally, it's. Um as a, as a, it's actually a, a satirical humor book, um, mm, mm. and to get us to laugh about some domestic situations mm. and uh, how we interact with our helpers and how helpers interact with us. Uh, but if you wanted like an authority on domestic work and stuff, uh, the best book I would say is Shireen Ali uh, uh, from, um, you know, it's called uh, from um, from. Made to workers, okay. I, I believe it is. But uh, that's the authority. But this is a fun humor book, and you want to lighten up and, and just have a laugh. And then you say, oh, and then you'll find people that you identify, or you might identify yourself. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've found a lot of people. You know. So which, which madam are you? I am not a madam. Better? I am not a madam. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too fussy to be a madam. I do my own thing. I do my own thing. But thank you so much, okay. Jigiswa, and we wish you all the best with, with, with your book and, and your future works, and we hope to talk to you again soon and have some thank fun Thank you very you. much, Shadow. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you. You take care. That was Jigiswa Wana, 30 Ways to Leave Your Madam, made in South Africa, and um, it is available everywhere. I know she's been on the show before, but I thought, gee, it's a Friday. Let's lighten up a bit and, and, and talk about something that... You know, an important part of our lives, as Sugisa says, is there's, there's a domestic worker a relationship and a madam relationship, very important because it affects everyone in the family. It affects children. It affects your, your marriage. It affects your work because sometimes it's how you present yourself at work is, is basically how, how you left home. We're going to take a little break and play some music by Silai Lusilata and then come back and give you, you know, I, I, I want to give you all the winners of the Mbogoda Awards, which was the South African Women in the Arts. We'll give you the winners of, after this.
You're listening to Otherwise on SAFM and Slander Salotta gave us a song, Enchanted Gardens. Well, it was a glitzy affair yesterday at the Theatre on the Track and the Mbogodo Awards. Um, uh, the second, in fact, the second annual Mbogodo Awards. Um, and the, the theme for, for the year was the Phoenix Within Me, African Women Arise. And these amazing ladies, um, and we're going to talk to them to talk to you, tell you about them. And I'm talking to Dr. Bandila Hadebo, who is the CEO of CB Events. Bandila, hello. Hello, Mosheda. How are you? Fine, thank you. Have you survived last night? Yes, yeah, I did. Congratulations for a very beautiful event. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, I, 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 who is the 11-year-old, she's 12-year-old poet now. She did an amazing performance. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, What were your highlights for yesterday's event? Um, I don't know, it's hard. <laughs> I, I think, you know, when you've been working on, on, on the production from all angles, when you keep seeing it in, in bits and pieces, Mm-hmm. My highlight really was the seamless flow of production. That 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 mattered a lot. But uh TV was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um Kimmy was out of this world. Kimmy Scarter that is. Yeah. And and the Serafina kids which is which is cool. Now where do those Serafina kids come from? Just tell us a bit about them, because I, you know, I, I didn't know about them until I saw them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny having a white girl as Sarafina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what we did was, um, I mean, we we're an award that celebrates the art. Mm-hmm. So our show has to articulate all the different genres as as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so we went around. Uh, theater is looking for a a production that can be edited for our show, and we bumped into these TET students, Sony University of Technology students, who were performing that um, act at the Soweto Theater. Mm-hmm. We adapted it for our show, so that's what they came. It was very clever. It was really very clever, and I'm, I'm hoping that it can it can be seen in different places because I think it's. It's just a modern take of 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 Sarafina, which is which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you know, well, the, the right, the current right that they have was to perform with us and to also perform at the first pitch. So that there will have to be further negotiations if it has to be done somehow. Okay, I'm 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 sl- I'm losing you slightly on your phone, but um, I want to talk to you specifically. About one award, which was uh, the Satima, the Miriam Makeba uh, Lifetime Achievement Award, which was won by Satima B. Benjamin. Yes, um, as, as you know, last year we we had the legendary award, which was bestowed posthumously upon Miriam Makeba, with obviously the intention that we are then going to rename that award after her. Mm. And, and and really it's to draw from her spirit that she was more of an activist than just your average artist. Mm. She she used um, her art to advance the cause for freedom in whatever platforms that she had access to. Mm. I mean, the type of person who stood at the United Nations and addressed 
um, head of state uh, about uh, the difficulty that was going on with apartheid in South Africa. Now, when 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 we look for the recipient, we look for that kind of spirit, that kind of enduring icon, who has not only been enduring just within the arts, but has also done amazing things going forward mm. for the for for society in general. And Sitima B. Benjamin is, is is one of those those artists who, I mean, in 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 her own right, just within the arts, did amazing things, starting her own record label, producing I mean, as, a, as, as, a, as a female in South Africa, mm-hmm. doing what she did, was, was, was absolutely um, amazing. And, and and so it it, it was befitting to have her be the recipient for that. Unfortunately, as, as you would know, um, she, she left us um, last week, mm-hmm. uh, so she couldn't be there, but I... I I think, I think, uh, thank you, Bandile. I, I think I'm going to let you go now because your line is getting worse and worse. But the, the, uh, Satima B. Benjamin was honored at the Mbogoto, Mbogoto Awards and she got an, an award, the Miriam McEver Achievement Award. And, uh, lots of uh, winners in different categories. Uh, we had, um, uh, I don't know if you know Notembi Mkweban, a beautiful uh, guitarist, and she she's the African queen of Ndebele music. She won the Women in Indigenous Art um, yesterday. Ntabiseng Sibanda won the promotion of language and storytelling. Maisha Jenkins won, and she's a voice very familiar on SAFM, won the poetry category, and... Uh, Betty Govenden for creative writing. And I think if you go to their website, you'll see all the uh, reasons why these women won. And if you've, you've never heard about any of them, read up about them. But, the, the, you know, being nominated as well was very important. Zanella Muholi for creative photography. Uh, Simpiwa Dana won in music. Um, Nandi Pamdambo won in sculpture. Yoko Wright in painting. Um, Pretienda in opera, um, you know, it, it, there's, there was so much more. But visit their website, www.thembogodjawards.co.za. I think they did an amazing job. It is now time for Nalibali.